0: Hey there, it's Pastor T with another daily psalmanac where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And today we are reading, reflecting upon, and praying back to the Lord the last section of Psalm 78, the conclusion of our three-part series on this long psalm, beginning with verse 53. I invite you to follow along in your own Bible at home or to listen as I read. He led them in safety so that they were not afraid, but the sea overwhelmed their enemies. And he brought them to his holy land, to the mountain which his right hand had won. He drove out nations before them. He apportioned them for a possession and settled the tribes of Israel in their tents. Yet they tested and rebelled against the Most High God and did not keep his testimonies, but turned away and acted treacherously like their fathers. They twisted like a deceitful bow. For they provoked him to anger with their high places. They moved him to jealousy with their idols. When God heard, he was full of wrath and he utterly rejected Israel. He forsook his dwelling at Shiloh, the tent where he dwelt among mankind, and delivered his power to captivity, his glory to the hand of the foe. He gave his people over to the sword and vented his wrath on his heritage. Fire devoured their young men and their young women had no marriage song. Their priests fell by the sword and their widows made no lamentation. Then the Lord awoke as from sleep, like a strong man shouting because of wine. And he put his adversaries to rout. He put them to everlasting shame. He rejected the tent of Joseph. He did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but he chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion, which he loves. He built his sanctuary like the high heavens, like the earth, which he has founded forever. He chose David his servant and took him from the sheepfolds. From following the nursing ewes, he brought him to shepherd Jacob his people, Israel his inheritance. With upright heart he shepherded them and guided them with his skillful hand. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. In the parables of our Lord Jesus, he often uses surprising and arresting images, even extravagant ones, in order to catch our attention. You think, for example, of when Jesus compares himself to an unrighteous judge who gives a widow uh, what she is asking for, not because he's good, but simply because she keeps bothering him. The point of the parable is not Jesus is an unrighteous judge or that he begrudges his people petitioning to him, but that we should always be persistent in prayer and not lose heart. But he uses that surprising image in order to grab our attention and hold it fast. We get one such image here toward the end of Psalm 78 as we've been seeing this pattern unfold through the history of Israel, what I called yesterday this death and resurrection as the people of God die experiencing the judgment of the Lord on account of their sin and their faithlessness, but then have that resurrection as he comes to redeem them, to restore them, to forgive them. And the image that especially stands out to me here as it's concluding the psalm is there in, uh, in verse 65. Um, it says, Then the Lord awoke as from sleep, like a strong man shouting because of wine. Now, is that really the image that we want to have of God? That he's the guy who's at the bar who's had just a little bit too much to drink and now is just zealously climbing on the bar singing for anyone to hear? Well, that seems rather strange, to put it mildly. But what's the point of that? It's showing us this is God's zeal for keeping his promise, to show his faithfulness to his people. He's like a guy who suddenly just rouses and who's shouting because he's had a little bit too much to drink. This is how serious and how uninhibited God is when it comes to his commitment to his people. Now, leave aside the parts of that analogy that are crude or even offensive, but hear the heart of what God is trying to convey to you and me, that, that he will stop at nothing in order to keep his promise. And indeed, he will shout it from the rooftops in ways that might make people feel even a little bit uncomfortable. So committed is God, so steadfast is he in this promise that he is going to work for you and for me. This is what we have seen, as Psalm 78 shows us, throughout God's history with his people. This is how he continues to be through the work of our Lord Jesus, and now through the power of his Holy Spirit, until that day when our Lord comes again. It's surprising, it's unexpected, and it is undeniably beautiful. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, Your grace is ever-surprising, ever-fresh, and ever-new. And sometimes, Lord, you just need to grab us by the lapels and get our attention with words like we have here from the psalm. Lord, cause us not to stumble at such analogies and illustrations, but instead to get to the heart of the matter and to see that your heart is one of steadfast, faithful love. We thank you, Lord, for your commitment to your promise and that your word will not fail that you will see through the redemption of your people. We give you thanks for this, in Jesus' name, amen. And now, may that Lord, who continues to surprise us day by day, go forth with you on this day. Go in his peace.